Farmers Insurance knows that when you're in the car and that song comes on. No, not that one. Ah, yes, that's the one. You have no choice but to pull out your imaginary drumsticks and smash those cymbals and stomp on that kick pedal, which unfortunately is also known as the accelerator pedal. And we covered it. At Farmers, we know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. Click for more. We are Farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Underwritten by Farmers Truck Fire Insurance, Exchanges and Affiliates. Products not available in every state. Welcome to the Jarjour Brothers Podcast. You are listening to a pre-recorded version of our show, Sans Sports, a daily debate show about sports. And I'm your co-host, Sammy Jarjour. And I'm George Jarjour, and we're coming at you recorded and direct from the Sans Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Also, do not forget to tune in to our live Facebook show, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. and 4 p.m. Pacific time. You can tune in at facebook.com slash S-O-N-T live. And I'm glad to be here in Seattle, but stay cool, America. But first, please enjoy our intro music by Jacob West. We know why I know you know we know why you fill in my baseline, fill in my fill in my baseline, you fill in my baseline, you fill in, you fill in my baseline. Good afternoon and welcome into Sant Live. You are watching that being said, with George and Sammy Jarjour, happy Friday. Welcome in. I hope everyone's having an awesome day. Uh, this is episode 317 of Salt Live, and we are brought to you by Freshly today, which we'll get to after we introduce ourselves. I am your co-host, Sammy Jarjour. And I'm George Jarjour, and we're coming at you live and direct from the Salt Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether it be on Facebook.com slash Live. Our personal periscopes, I'm G. Jorjur, he's Jorjur Sammy, or YouTube.com slash Sports. And before we get into our show today, I'm going to give you guys a quick word from our sponsors. Today's show is brought to you by Freshly. Um, it's fresh food, never frozen. You don't have to do any meal prep. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. If you're busy, not a lot of time to eat healthy, or cooking isn't for you, but you want to eat healthy and stay fit, it's really simple. You can go to Freshly.com. That's F-R-E-S-H-L-Y.com and enter our exclusive promo code SONT, S-O-N-T, at checkout and get $40 off your first two orders. Free shipping on every single order, and that's six meals cooked by Freshly Chefs for just $39. And how much is that per meal, George? About $6.18, Sam. Oh, that is, mathematician George says it's about $6. That's under $7 a meal. That's all we know. It's under $7 a meal. It's probably under six fifty as well. I have no idea, but it's a good deal. Yeah, it's under that. It's actually $6.25 to be exact now that I'm actually doing the math in my head. But it's not about the math. So this is Freshly's best offer ever. It's only valid for a limited time. Freshly.com. Enter promo code SANT at checkout. It's Friday. How's everyone doing? Fantastic, man. How are you doing today? I'm doing great, man. Thanks. Good. Um, We had a great Thursday night football game yesterday. A lot of uh, action in it. And uh, the... Falcons ended up, you know, kind of making this playoff race in the NFC even more interesting than it already is. Uh, they have an opportunity to win the NFC South um, if they beat the Jets next week, and then they follow up by playing the Saints again. So the NFC South is wide open for grabs. The Saints, on the other hand, you know, probably now force themselves not to have an actual chance to make it to the uh, first round buys. I mean, they're now, what, two games behind Philadelphia and Minnesota for the first round buy, and I think they lost a, 
They've lost to Minnesota already. They haven't played Philadelphia, so they're not going to get a first-round bye most likely. And the road to the Super Bowl for New Orleans, if they want to get to the Super Bowl, is going to have to go through a home game, then two road games, which makes it extremely tougher. On the other yeah. hand, Atlanta keeps the playoff hopes alive, and um, they just seem like they have not really suffered a Super Bowl hangover. Yeah, um, they're obviously not as good as they were last year. Right. But my main takeaway of last night um, was pretty simple. I feel like New Orleans might not be as good as they have been showing all year, as good as be suspected um, at this point, which I, that's not a shot at them saying they're not good because they're one of the best teams in the NFL, but not as like dominant as we thought. Um, but one thing we got to realize also, and also before I get to that, I was going to say also Atlanta – Maybe it's not as bad as, or as much of, like you're saying, doesn't have as much of a hangover as we thought from the Super Bowl. But the biggest key to this game was showing what the Saints are made of, and that's they need Kamara and Ingram in order to be successful. I mean, here's how I looked at it. I I think I said this on my show earlier. We knew what Mark Ingram was before this. He's a pretty good running back. I mean, I know he's a Heisman winner, all this, but he wasn't as... It wasn't like this year where you're seeing Mark Ingram in the in the headlines every weekend and Absolutely. all this. And the Saints have usually survived off a passing game, right? Exactly. In the last couple of years, the Saints have not been as good while they're in their passing game. I mean, they've been good. Their passing game has been fine, but the record hasn't been that good the last couple of years. Absolutely. This year, they've been having a pretty good defense. They've leaned on their run game. And with Kamara and Ingram, I think it opens up different avenues for both of them throughout a game. And that's allowing Drew Brees to clean up the rest. And for a quarterback as good as Drew Brees to be able to be a cleanup guy instead of a, be the leadoff and the cleanup and the, and the closer, we, last night showed why they've been 7-9 and nine every single year for the last two or three years, I believe, they've missed the playoffs, right? right? It's been due to this, where late games they have to just keep throwing and keep throwing, and the run game's not balanced. Yesterday, we had 49 rushing yards from Ingram. I mean, we've been seeing weeks with Kamara and Ingram combined of 200, 200 some, because they're both opposite type of backs. You got, like, the power back. You have the back. It's like just like the fast. It is. It is. And so last night kind of exposed the fact that without that run game right now, the Saints might revert back to the Saints of the last two years that are too reliant on Drew Brees, which is hard to always win games with that, that type of play. Yeah, when you have to rely on your quarterback to make each and every play, it becomes really hard, especially at the end of a game. You know, they ended up having to throw the ball. I mean, at the end, they had the chance to tie the game. They went for it on fourth down. They got the fourth down. And, but now in hindsight, it's like, well, should they have kicked the field goal and gone into overtime? I think they made the right choice personally. I mean, they well, got the first down. You can't really fault them. And they got – I mean, the ball was in the end zone in the last play. So, I mean, they were – game of inches, right? They tried to lob that over his head and it just missed pass. it. It was a poorly – you can't make that pass in traffic. I mean, I know a lot of good quarterbacks think they can fit it in there. The guy did make a fantastic play, but he was double covered. In I don't know. I was listening to the – the we put posted that video of um on our page, you know, of the highlight. The announcers made a good point though. Like, if you technically, I mean, a lot of people were talking about last night how high up the dude got on the interception. They're saying like eighty percent of linebackers in the NFL that ends up floating over their head. But this is like a small, athletic linebacker compared to most like, like a Bobby Wagner. We know he's a great linebacker, but he's not like getting up forty inches in the air and right. picking that off. That type of vertical but yeah, but that's. That's just, I mean, 
if that's the guy that's in coverage, then it is a bad throw, like you're saying. You know, but but in Drew Brees' defense a little bit, that probably would go over most people's heads. But as a quarterback, you gotta know if that guy right there in front of your receiver, you know their you know their middle linebacker or their outside linebacker who's in front of your tight end can is their most athletic guy, then don't try to throw the lob. Absolutely. So. You know, you make perfect sense there. And it's just in general I still think the Saints are the favorite to win the AF- NFC South. I think they play the Jets also, then they play uh, New Orleans again, and then I think they finish the season at Tampa Bay. So I think they have a pre- they play Falcons once again, then they finish the season at Tampa Bay. They're going to have the opportunity to win this division. They're going to have the opportunity to continue winning games and probably get that home field in the first round. And then they're going to have to travel somewhere like Minnesota or Philadelphia, but when you have that veteran quarterback, Drew Brees, even if it's on the road, I know it's a dome team, but I still like their chances. Uh, I don't think, I mean, obviously it'd be better if they can get that first round by, but in general, this Saints team's still scary. Yeah, uh, the only problem, I mean, I think last night's win for the Falcons shook up a lot of different things. We were talking about the playoff picture yesterday, so on my show today, I was like, you know, I'm going to go through this playoff picture now. I mean, you have the Saints who have to play the Falcons again. Panthers have to play Saints and Falcons again. Blah blah blah, right? But the point is, the nine you have the Saints at nine and four now. Falcons at eight and five. Panthers at eight and four. If the Panthers beat the Vikings today, now we have another Sunday. shakeup. Or Sunday? Did I say today? Yeah, that was weird. I mean, that'd be cool. I like Sunday. Game today. Yeah. If it, if they beat them Sunday, now we're talking a Panthers team that's tied with New Orleans. Falcons they lost to New Orleans twice. Okay, but they're tied with them, and the Falcons have to play the Saints again. So there's. Yeah, I mean, it's I not just sure. about the. That's the point. The point is, it's not just about the Panthers and the Saints anymore. Now it's about oh, Panthers, Falcons. Saints, and Falcons. Now the Falcons are only a game back, and if the Panthers beat the Vikings. That's three losses for the Vikings. And now you have a bunch of teams with three and four losses. The only team that has... And then if, let's say the Rams beat the Eagles. Now everybody has three and four losses all in the playoffs. And nobody's clinching their home field. I mean, Vikings and Eagles, as of like last week, probably looks pretty good to seal up home field advantage by the end of the year. Literally this weekend could make it two other teams. And you could have... The Seahawks looking to take a division lead by next week, and you could have the Panthers or the Falcons taking a division lead by next week, and then the Rams and the Saints fighting with uh, the Falcons and the Lions and the Packers and the Cowboys for the wild card. But this Falcons loss, the main thing I said was probably diminished a lot of the chances for the Cowboys, Packers, and Lions, the six lost teams. It probably diminished a lot of it, but if they run the table, it didn't. Yeah, right? maybe. Well, here's the thing. Falcons, even at 8-5, and five, are not in the playoff picture yet because right. you have to have four losses right now to be in that top six. So you got to expect either New Orleans, Seattle, or Carolina to lose two more games or, or the Rams to lose their last three. Otherwise, or, or sorry, or the Rams to lose three of their last four or the Vikings and Eagles to la- lose their last four. Yeah. If none of those happen, which there's actually a decent chance that let's say the Panthers, the Panthers only lost six games, they go ten and six. Seahawks only lose one more game. Saints only lose one more. Rams only lose one or two more. And the other, like that, none of those other scenarios come to play. Oh, I know, but I know, absolutely. It's actually a really cool playoff race yeah, this year. The, the NFC. Is, that's why I talked about on my show as well. And it was. I'm just saying, it's loaded. It's loaded. Um, you can the Packers if they 
could run the table and sneak into the playoffs. The Cowboys could run the table and sneak into the playoffs. The Falcons can make the playoffs. The Lions, no one's talking about them because I don't think they'll run the table. But if they did, they can make, like. I think we went through their schedule, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. At Bucks, Bears, at Bengals, Packers. Yeah, they can they can win all. They they can win their next three and then have that game against the Packers be a game to go to the playoffs. Yeah, well, let's say the Packers blow it in Cleveland this week, anyways. Then they're probably out of the they're race, anyways. It just. And then same with the Cowboys, where they're playing the Giants this weekend. Eli Manning's coming back. You know that stadium's going to be rocking for Eli. You know the crowd's going to be going crazy. And you know Eli Manning wants nothing more than to shove it in everyone's face. So it, this is going to be an interesting weekend of football. I'm excited for it. If I had to make a prediction, yes. even out of all those teams, Cowboys are done. So Thank I'm you. just looking at their schedule. Three games on the road. At Giants, like you said, it's not an easy win no matter what, any time of the year, any place. I don't care if they're shitty. Like, you could lose that game. And they got rid of their coach. You know how it goes. A lot of times when, when you the get interim coach, coach gets them pumped. Yeah, you get pumped. The new coach is, has a great speech in the locker room, and it's first game, and he's, they become come in ultra-prepared. And everyone will be like, Eli, this is for you. Exactly. I think this is going to be a good win for the Giants. And then we have an at Raiders nationally televised game. On NBC, so that means what? Sunday night. So it's a Sunday night game against the Raiders at Oakland, who's also fighting for a division spot. Um, not going to be an easy game. At home against the Seahawks, but regardless, not an easy game. Nope. And at Eagles to end the year. I mean, the I, Eagles, they're, you're going to say if they have home field clinch, but yeah, there's but a. Might, but it doesn't look like it. There's like a 90% chance, I feel like, that you're going to have to play that last game of the year. I agree. To I clinch agree. whatever you got to clinch. That's what I was going to say. And, Sammy, while, while I, I just go through some things, I don't know if you have my Periscope. Yeah, it's just a bunch up. of random highs okay, and olas. Sure. That's what I keep grabbing my phone for, so I don't need to grab my phone anymore if you're going to be checking the Periscope. Yeah, just me. like a hola, regard, ciao. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Hello to you. Um, perfect. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. If I was to bet on I think the Saints still win that division, and I think the Falcons miss the playoffs. I don't know. I don't know about that. I actually have no prediction on it right now because I want to see what happens this weekend first. I need to see Carolina against Minnesota because if they lose to Minnesota at home, I think the Falcons are probably better off than Carolina. The Falcons Carolina. lost to Minnesota at home too. Yeah, but, but I actually trust the Falcons a little more than I trust Carolina and Cam Newton. And I just, I just don't, like the, I don't like the Panthers that much. I don't know. I like their defense a lot. I love their defense. I just think Cam Newton once... Scam Newton, you mean? No, I do not mean Scam Newton. (laughs) Once Cam Newton gets put in a bad pressure situation, I think it's over. I just think he's not... I think he's going to... I don't know. I just don't see... They have to play the Packers next week. If if Packers win this week, then Aaron Rodgers is back next week. And they play the last game at Falcons, I'd probably take the Falcons last game of the year if they're playing for a playoff spot. Okay. So... No, no, fair enough. But I'm not sure. Fair enough to me. Um, yeah, no, we, just give me a jam-packed schedule. I don't know if you want to get right into it or you want to talk about Lonzo and the Lakers. I'm going to let you make that call. Well, we might as well talk football for talking football. All right, let's talk football. Devin said, yo, yo, yo. Dane said, awesome. I got burst off Friday jokes prepared. <laughs> I, I love burst off. That's an inside joke for uh, people who are not from Sammamish High School. Yeah, and Dane said, over, under on the Hawks w- winning their last three out of four. That's tough. I'm trying to think because you got at Jags, Rams, at Cowboys, Cardinals. Shit. Jeez. Well, you can't put the over under at three and a half. Three. You have to either put it at two and a half. 
over two and a half or under two and a half. Do so you think they're going to win two or three, right? Yeah, I'd probably say they win three out of the last yeah, four. I wouldn't say over under, but say even on three. I have a feel. The Seahawks show up when it's important. Like I have a feeling they could lose this week at Jacksonville. I don't think they're going to, but they could. And then they'd beat the Rams at home in a big game, and then probably like beat the Cowboys in a big game. And then we'll see. And then depending on the last game of the year, if they need to beat the Cardinals, you know, yeah. would they or not? I still believe we win the division. I do too. I think we're gonna win this week, which we'll get to when we talk about our bets. Okay. And this. So, I got an idea. I like ideas. Should we go through our bets first so we don't have our bets with this mixed in with the schedule type of deal? I like that idea. You go first. All right. My and I'll just sorry to interrupt, but when you, if you have to have the same bet as you or the opposite side, I'll go ahead and say it. Okay. So, we're going to cross this one off our list, though. From We'll just talk about it after I give the bet. I'm taking... The Chicago Bears plus six and a half okay. in Cincinnati. Fair um, reasons. The reasons. Uh, Cincinnati, I feel like, pretty much gave away their playoff hopes last week um, with a loss uh, to the Steelers and kind of a blown loss to the Steelers. Um, I, I don't. I don't like to say blown losses because like a win's a win for the Steelers, you know. But they had a good lead and they they should have closed that out. I agree. I just think, I just, I just don't. They came off this week where it's all the media's attention about how like, like dirty of a game it was, and it was such just media. All this, they probably got asked about it at media and practice and radio interviews all week, and they blew this lead. They pretty much shut out their playoff chances. I just don't believe in this Bengals team anymore, even though I believed them heavily before the year, and they kind of proved why last week. Um, so. I, that was Monday night, right? Was that a Monday or Sunday night? It was a Monday night. Yeah. They kind of blew my, my hopes. And they also did play a Monday night game, a little bit less rest. This Bears team finds a way to keep it close. So even if they lose, I would, could only I could see it being by three or six. That's why I really like the six and a half. Fair enough. Um, I do not have that game. What do you, you want to say? We're not going to talk about this game after this. So Do you have anything well, to say about the game? About, we're not going to talk about our game previously. No, I mean, there's no point to go back to Bears. Okay. And, <laughs> um, I think the I, – I, I'm with you on that. That's a bet I looked at long and hard. I think the Bears keep it Ooh, long and hard. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's a good bet. I am. I'm with you on that. You, I think the Bengals are a team that it might just have been checked out now since their playoff hopes are basically over. Yeah, that's why. That's the only reason I'm taking the Bears. And the Bears have kept teams close. Right, they've kept a the lot. Close. All right. Um, I'll give you my next bet here. I took San Francisco 49ers okay. plus three so did I. against at home or I mean on the road in Houston. Yep. So you took it too. Yeah, I mean, I think we both know why we took it. Well, uh, first thing I looked at was Garoppolo versus Savage. Yeah, that was the first thing I looked at as well. And we get three points. And I'm not, I don't feel there's like this serious home field advantage in Houston with Savage at the realm and they've not been playing very well. Um, and, and Garoppolo, he came out that drive against Seattle, played like really well, you know, right. and then played okay last week. No touchdowns, a pick. I think this is like the first week that he has a very good game. Me too. And I think this is a game where he fills up the stat sheet. Now, here's the thing with this game, and I, I don't understand why we as betters or as line makers in general, they do not look into this more and the home field thing. 
How much home field is there really for a team that's eliminated in the playoffs against a non-division rival? Like, this game doesn't mean anything to the fans of Houston. There's a little. There's a little bit. Is it the full three points that you get earlier in the season? Yeah, but but at minus three, aren't they saying the teams are pretty much even? Yeah, that's what they're saying. But I they are even. I mean, the they're I mean, four they and are, eight. Yeah, that's my point. They are even. But why give the full three points for home field advantage when really how much of a home field advantage is going to be when the season's done? The se- season's uh, there's nothing really to play for for Houston. I know the players do, hmm. but what are the fans? That's the home field is basically for fans and stuff like that. I still feel like it's three. You still think? I it's think. Three? Okay, I, I think regardless three. of the fans, one thing maybe like. The travel. Yeah, things that like we don't understand, like I'm saying it, but I probably don't even comprehend it myself, is like how much goes into the whole traveling and eating differently and being at a hotel and just right. kind of being out of your element's a little different, you know? Exactly. And like San Fran to Texas, different time zone. I mean, you look at like Seattle going to Jacksonville. Even Let's say Jacksonville was the bad Jacksonville that they are. Even this year, Seattle going to Tennessee, things like this. It's a long travel. It's different time zones. Fair, it's kind fair. of a different, different weather. I, like I know it sounds weird, but I feel like I've heard athletes talk about this in interviews, like air quality in different places. Last night in Mexico City, apparently, like the Thunder, uh, like Carmelo, Russell Westbrook, and uh, Paul George or Paul George didn't play. Those two were talking about how gassed they were because the air is so heavy. I just feel like the elements. But I get what you're saying. Like the fan part of it. Are the Houston fans really causing three points? Probably not. I don't know. I'm just wondering. It probably could be. I mean, but I think if they saw these teams, you have a four and eight team and a two and nine team, right? And they're like they're both pretty shitty. We'll just give them the three at home, and and it's a travel for San Francisco. They're going to different time zones, different area. Okay, fair enough. But once again, we both like San Francisco uh, plus three. Yeah, I think that's uh that was well, actually one of the first ones I liked. Same here. Um, there's only one that I actually really didn't like for myself. Because I thought this week was a little tough um, in certain parts. And Dane actually uh, agreed with me on my morning show. He, he was at the book last night. Remember we were saying that? Um, he was at the bookie last night. But today he was saying the games were a little tough this week. There was a lot, if you didn't notice. So like, there's a lot of good matchups, but also a lot of bad matchups. A lot of like minus threes and three and a half. I really like the slate this week. So you say, you say, say that, that now. I said that on the show. I said I really <laughs> love the slate this week more than most games or most I've liked. So naturally I'll go all Oh, and five, yeah. And I don't like it, so it might be an okay week for me. Um, so, the next one I took, they opened at minus six on the road, but now it's just minus three. And so I really liked it. I took Green Bay at Cleveland minus three. Now, conventionally, I probably would, in my head, think I'm going to lose this because I would probably take Cleveland plus three. I feel like this is the game they're going to win because they fired their this GM. Is tra- trap game. This is a trap game. For Green Bay, you're saying? Yes. Yeah, that's what naturally I would think, right? But I sat down and I thought about it. I was like, okay, the team aspect. Brett Hundley in, in the Packers, right? In their mind, they're sitting there and they're saying, okay, Aaron's literally sitting here and we need to win this game for him to come back and run the table and make the playoffs. I think it'd be a catastrophic loss for the Packers. This would be the worst loss of the season for any team. Like the most embarrassing loss. I don't think Mike McCarthy. I think Mike McCarthy is too good of a coach. I think the rest of the Packers team is okay enough where they won't blow it that bad and they'll get this win by a field goal or by six points. And I just, I think Cleveland's awful. And I think Deshaun Kaiser is the worst quarterback in the NFL. 
All right, fair enough. Um, I didn't bet on this game, but if I was, I was kind of leading on the Cleveland plus three. Um, it's a trap game for Green Bay. I agree with yeah, that, and but they're not going to lose it. The reason for that is the weather report in Cleveland this weekend is absolutely horrendous, supposedly. Like at like nine degrees, it might be snowing. So I think that's why the line is what it is from what I uh, heard on. That's good for Green Bay. Green Bay plays in snow more than Cleveland does. Did you not consider that? They're from uh, Green Bay, Wisconsin? Yeah, they both play in snow. but it's just No, Cleveland doesn't snow that much. We literally had a friend from Cleveland. We asked. The Ohio... Alex Dad lives in Ohio. It doesn't snow much. It's just dry. Well, I mean, I'm saying that's why the line is what it is because of the weather conditions. Maybe Brett Hundley, a California kid, is not the best quarterback in those conditions. I'm sure Deshaun Kaiser is not the best quarterback in those conditions either. This is my point. I think better coach team is the Packers. Um, better overall team, the Packers. They're going to win by a field goal or by a touchdown. They're not going to let this season end with a loss. If they lose this game, that's like that's it. Oh my god! I know. I hope they don't because really. The drama and the cool factor of Aaron Rodgers making his return here at the end of the season would be great. That's why I bet them. And then I said, you know what? If they have the most catastrophic loss of the year, then they have the most catastrophic loss of the year. But I'm going to bet against having the most catastrophic loss. Because that's the worst loss of the season for any team. If you lose in Cleveland the game before you can bring back Aaron Rodgers to go on a winning streak to make the playoffs, I know. It would be, that's as bad as it gets. It'd be absolutely catastrophic. Yeah, it really would. All right, then I took Seattle plus two and a half in Jacksonville. I, okay, I did not take that one. I really didn't want to take it at first, but I think they're going to win. Just straight up win. I think they're going to straight up win. I've been thinking about it a lot. I don't think Jacksonville is that good. I don't, but what do you think about the offensive line play of the Seattle Seahawks versus this defensive line of the Jacksonville Jaguars who are pretty good? You know what I think? I think uh, a guy like Russell Wilson, when his offensive line was even worse earlier in the year, and he goes to a place like L.A. against the Rams, who have also a phenomenal D-line, or even the Eagles last weekend, who have a great D-line, and our offensive line has not only got better. Luke Jokel's actually playing pretty good. Dwayne Brown's playing pretty good. Russell Wilson was only sacked twice against the Eagles last week. And one thing about Russell Wilson, that's not all about the line, obviously, but this, I mean, we talked about this early in the year. The line gets better as the year goes. I mean, that's every year. Tom Cable, I don't know why because I don't know anything about offensive line coaching, but everyone, if you listen to the broadcast, everyone regards him as a like one of the best O-line coaches. I don't know why our O-lines are always shitty, but he's regarded as this great O-line coach, and our O-lines always get better as the year goes. But you look at it, they did fine against like a Falcons rush. They did fine against the Rams early in the year when – our line was even worse. No Dwayne Brown, no Luke Jokel. They did great against the Eagles. And you have Russell Wilson. He gets out of this trouble. I mean, that, uh, he finds a way to not get sacked many times. If he gets sacked three or four times, we live with that. I just think they're a better football team right now. And I just don't believe in the Jags yet. I think the Jags have had some good wins. But that's partially their division. I mean, you look at who the Jags have beat this year. Mm-hmm. They won at Texans pre-Deshaun Watson. Um, they beat the Ravens in London, but as you would say, the reason you advised me not to bet on the Ravens that game is because the Jags go to London every, every single year. Um, they beat the Steelers, which was a good win, but then it was Colts, Bengals, Chargers before their hot streak, Browns, and Colts. They've lost to the Cardinals. They lost to the Rams. They lost to the Jets. They lost to the Titans. All teams that were actually pretty decent teams. Yeah. 
I don't think the Jags are that good. And I don't think everyone thinks our defense is like done these days, but they showed last week that they're not. Blake Bortles is going to have a hell of a time. Yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. But it just in general, this is a tough game for Seattle. But I, I, I think, I, if I said I think Seattle's going to win this game. I'm just not ready to place a bet on them. Oh, I'm ready. Okay, fair. Oh, I'm ready. Last four, but four not four least. So yeah. Far, we've only had one where we bet together. Last but not least, mm-hmm. I really didn't like this one, but I'm doing it. So it's Oakland plus four. Yep, I, I'm on that same bet as well. I'm not like sold on it that much, um, but I was just going through Kansas City's schedule, and I'm like, they're obviously done. Like, they're, they're obviously there's finished. There's something wrong here with Kansas City. They've lost five of six or six of seven. I found out four and a half, so I don't know what you have it at. But. It moved to four during my show on Westgate. Oh, it, it was at four and a half during my show. On Bovado. I don't count Bovado. So Bovado. every single line in America yeah. was at four except for Bovado. Okay, then I will so go Vegas was... bet on it. I'll go put money in Bovada and bet on Bovada and you win at four and a half. So I like the four and a that's, half. That's a cheating way to that's get it. That's not a cheating way to do it. If there's a four and a half line and a four line, I'll go bet on the four and a half line. Yeah, yeah, but like that's... I stay consistent. I like pick a book that I'm going off of. I'm not just gonna go like jump around books. But go ahead. But anyway, yeah. So in my opinion, you're getting a free half, one and a half points here at four and a half. The Chiefs and Raiders are basically even teams and a home field advantage. I think it should be a minus three spread for for Kansas City. I think they're even. I don't think they're that point and a half better, or a point better, or half a point better than. Oakland, so it should be a three-point spread. You're getting a free half, one and a half points. Take Oakland. I think Oakland wins this game outright and ends Kansas City's season in essence. Yeah, I think they're just going to end their season also. I mean, it's just it's just Kansas City's lost so many games. I just feel like, like you're saying, it's they're done. Like, there's nothing about them that's still thriving right now. Right. Like, actually, the only thing on their team that's doing decent is Alex Smith, which is kind of weird. It's usually about the rest of the. It's usually about Alex Smith and not the rest of the team. But the run game is. I don't know where the hell Kareem Hunt went after being an MVP candidate week three. I know. And their defense is not playing that good. Not and Alex Smith has actually been fine. What he was, if the team around him was good, he'd be looking. He'd look a lot better. Um, I just think they're done. I, uh, I that's why. So too. I'm with you 100 percent on that. I think their season's over. I think this is a desperate team. Now, they might throw the kitchen sink at uh, Oakland, and that could be a problem, but I don't think it is. Yeah, that's how I feel, too. Those are your five bets. Can you recap with those five again? Yeah, I'm going to go through the comments, and I'm going to recap it. Um, Dane said, it's so hard. That schedule isn't easy about the Seahawks. They said, Tom Savage is the next Tom Brady. He, he is the not. best name in football, though. It is one of the best, yeah. yeah. One of. One of the best. Um, I think Juju Smith-Schuster is better. But. Yeah, but which one sounds more like a football player, Tom? Savage. He doesn't sound like a quarterback. Though. You know, he could be like a business person. He could be anything. That's the thing. Yeah. Juju Smith-Schuster or whatever, however you say it. That sounds like some athlete that's like has a weird name. Um, Dane said, I think Houston's roster is better than the Niners, too. Yeah, but it's all about the quarterback. That's how I feel. It said, great games to watch, not just great games to bet on. LOL. Packers covering the spread is Dane's guarantee of the week. Thank you. So he's agreeing with I me. Definitely be careful on that game. I'm not saying that they're not going to. 
I'm just staying away because that that looks like a trap game. If I've ever it seen. looks like a trap, but a lot you could you could pretty much name any game a trap game though on the road. No, you could like the Seahawks at Jacksonville could be considered a trap game. No, it's not because they're two A and four teams. I'm talking about the spread. This looks like a trap spread. They're begging. It's you what to you told me last week when I bet on Cleveland. So I'm telling you. Oh my God! Guarantee last, of the week. Also. I didn't tell you that last week. Last week I said I want to take Cleveland, but they burned me so many times I can't do it. Okay, so take them again this week. Bet against oh, me. God, no, I don't want to. Exactly. If it was that bad of a bet, no, you would I be don't like. Think it's that bad of a bet. I'm just saying, be careful with it because I find it to be a trap bet. That's all. I'm putting my bank account on it, Dane. I'm with you. All right. When when Cleveland beats them outright, I'm sorry. I'm sure Hugh Jackson has won one out of 28 games. Can you conceptualize that, by the way? It's unbelievable. And, and he's he gets, still a coach. He gets to keep his job. Yeah. It's like if I showed up to work one out of twenty-eight days. And it's like, yeah, here's here's your salary. I failed every time. No, no, it's more like if I came to work 28 days in a row and every time I failed to finish my task. That'd be interesting. Yeah, only except once. I got it once. Except for once. Bless you. Is that a sneeze? Or? Yeah, that was like a sneeze. <laughs> um, I tried, I tried to uh, – I have the allergies today. I tried to, um, you know, hold it in and it kind of came out weirdly. Get a couple comments on Periscope. A couple alos, salam, alo, hola. Marhaba, hi, hey, regards, hello, ciao, ciao. There's no ciao this time, but ciao. Oh, that's weird. Every once in a while. Um, okay, go through your bets All if right. you'd like. So I was with you on the Raiders and the and the Forty ers We both were betting the both Bay Area teams. Oh wow! And then I'm gonna also take another west western part of the seaboard team, the Arizona Cardinals plus three. Look, they have one of the better secondaries in all of football. They force a shit ton of turnovers. And the Titans, Marcus Mariota is just not that good. 10 touchdowns, 12 picks. I expect to see more picks coming up this uh, this week. And I expect the Arizona Cardinals to beat the Tennessee Titans outright. I was I really looked at that for a while, too. Um, the th- okay, so my thing is with the I like that bet, by the way. Yeah. I'm just saying. I'm just giving my also. How do you feel about your Packers bet? I just, what? <laughs> I like it, but I'm like. Yeah, yeah like this is where I take that deep breath because the Cardinals have been very up and down, to say the least. I think Blaine Gabbert's still quarterback. Yep. That's one issue I have with it. Um, and it's, they've been very, like, some weeks they're like, oh, wow, they're surviving really well with all their injuries. And then there'd be times you look at them and be like, no, they're pretty bad. You know, like they beat the Jaguars and it's like, oh, cool. But they lost to the Seahawks the week before that. They lost to the Texans who are not good. And then they beat the Jags. You're like, oh, they're kind of okay. And then they got semi blown out by the Rams last week. This game, the reason I like it is I don't like the Titans much. But this game is going to tell me, like, are the Titans like the Cardinals, probably a 5-7 and seven team if they were in a good division, or are they actually pretty good and we're just sleeping on them? So that's where, for me, this is, like, tough. Because you get – I feel like you feel the same way about the Titans as me. Like, you feel like they're not that good. They're not that good. I can't okay. wait to, I hope they make the playoffs so I can put money against them. Okay, see, that's how you feel. But they might actually be pretty good because yeah. they they've beat the, – the only, t- only tough games they've had, they've done pretty well. So yeah. that's the thing. The Cardinals we know aren't very good, but we know they can survive in games. So I'm just – the reason I stayed away is because I still want to see one more game from this Titans team. Um, I just don't 14, trust them yet. I mean, you should, I think we have enough tape on them to know that they're very dreadful and high. 
I mean, they're eight and four. Yeah, they're Jekyll and Hyde, but I mean, they lost to Houston fifty-seven, what fourteen? They'll some games look really good. They get blown out against Pittsburgh. I think they're just not very good on the road. I mean, they beat Jacksonville by twenty-one on the road. That was before Jacksonville started getting hot, but that was week two. They right? beat the Seahawks at home. Um, they beat the Ravens at home. They beat the Colts on the road. The Texans. They're winning two games. They've won one, two, three, four, five, six out of the last seven. So I mean, they're they're playing pretty good football. Yeah. But I like the Cardinals. Yeah, yeah you're. I know. Too, but I'm just saying. I this Titans team is either a lot worse than the record, or they're just about the record. You know, they're not like I. They're in no way, shape, or form are they underachieving. So I'm saying they're either massively overachieving, or they're just like about this good. That's how I see it. Staying on the West Coast, my next bet, I got the Chargers minus six at home against the Washington Redskins. Here is my big reason why. First of all, we all know the Chargers are hot. The Chargers are playing good. Let's not forget, we have a very depleted offensive line of the Washington Redskins right now versus maybe the best pass rusher in the game in the Chargers. Chargers get to the quarterback even more than Jacksonville gets to the quarterback. They have the best pass rush in all of football against a depleted offensive line. I see them putting a lot of pressure on Kirk Cousins. They don't have much of a home field advantage, but I expect them now to start since they're winning to get a little bit of a better home field advantage, and I fully expect them to win and win big. I think this is a big statement game for Phillip Rivers, for the Chargers organization, and naturally they'll probably blow this game in the See, I even though it's at home, this is why I said earlier, I was like, I feel like any game you can call a trap game. I just feel like this is going to be a tough one for the Chargers. The Redskins are not as bad as the record I, shows. I, Almost I, like the Chargers, I, right? Almost I, I like the Chargers. The, Redskins are, but the, I, the big strength of the Chargers is a huge weakness for Yes, the but the, my thing is, is the six points. You look at the Redskins, I mean... In New Orleans, they only lost by three, eight by eight to the Vikings. They beat the Seahawks on the road. They had a close game against the Eagles, close game against the Chiefs, beat the Raiders, the Rams on the road. Like they've kept every game interesting. Definitely not a bad team. No, not a bad team. They've kept every game in- interesting. Um, one big thing to pay attention to: Trent Williams, their best offensive lineman. It's still questionable. If he's out, we're really talking about this being a good bet. If he's in, that's where I honestly think it can make a difference between like a touchdown or, or like a field goal type of game. Um, my concern is with the Chargers, and I'm, you know me how I feel about this Chargers. I'm the big proponent of like they're going to make the playoffs. Yep. They're hot. I would just, every time I start getting behind a team like this and they're getting all this media attention, it's like last week we were like, watch them lose to the Browns. And like, I'm just, you're waiting for the ball to drop. Yeah. I'm waiting for that game where you're just like, ah, they actually are like a six and 16. I I absolutely know what you mean. I I like the bet. I honestly think they're the third best team in the AFC. After the, I do too. They're my, I only have three, well, now I have four teams in the AFC in my power rankings, but Jacksonville, Jacksonville, but I have them ahead of Jacksonville, even, even at six and six. Um, they're, uh, I, I just, they're just a good football team. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just talking about. I like the bet, to be honest. Like, I'm not like that against it, but um, I almost just don't want to bet on it because almost like you were saying about like the Browns. Like, you just staying away from the Browns. You feel like they're gonna. I bet on the Chargers a lot early this year when they were losing games by like three and they were favored in some of them. So I just I get worried about them. 
Yeah, pretty much. Uh, my last game I bet on, and it's kind of funny. We kind of covered a ton of games because of this. Uh, yeah. Since we all have different games, I'm pretty surprised. I'm, I'm heading over to the East Coast, Sammy. Let me guess. Okay. New York and Denver? No, that's in Denver. Dallas and, uh, Dallas and New York? Dallas and New York, baby. I got the Giants plus three and a half at home against the Dallas Cowboys. I think this is a statement game for Eli. I think Eli Manning is going to come out to play. I think Eli is going to put a middle finger up in the air and just say F the world. I think this is a big, big game for him. And I also think that when they ask Dak to do a lot, Dak can't do that much. Dak's a good quarterback. He's a franchise quarterback. But he's a B, B-plus quarterback, not an A, A-minus quarterback. I think he can be a top 12 quarterback in the league, never top five. And this is a game where I think they're going to have to put up a lot of points to win. Give me the Giants plus three and a half. The Cowboys could still win this game. You could take it at four if you go off Bovado. Oh, is it four now on Bovado? Give me the Giants. No, we're, we're, on my show, on Bovado, still three and a half. Okay. Three I'm telling you, if you go for switching sportsbooks for each one, Bovado's at four. I, I've been using Bovado, but it was three and a half during my show. So, And I already announced that three and a half against the Cowboys. Wow. That's um ballsy. Yeah, you know, I mean I don't like the Cowboys at all and I don't like Dak Prescott, but hater. No, I'm kidding. Like they You know what's going to happen in my eyes? Either what you said is going to happen yeah. or Dallas will blow them out. That's how I feel. Really? Like it's either one of the one of, I don't game or no, no, not close. I think Eli is either going to like be like, fuck everybody. We're, we're getting hot today, chucking the ball, and they've, they've killed the Cowboys. Or I think the Cowboys kill. And I don't want the Cowboys to win, but I just think either or. And maybe Dak, Dak Prescott has to have a game where he just like tries to shut up the critics also. Right, and I think this is a game where he's going to try to do that. But it's hard to do, especially in New York. Division rivals try to end the Cowboys season. I'd hope so. Um uh, Christopher Hardy says Eli comes out and defeats the Cowboys in all caps. I agree. 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 All right. Bye, bye, bye. I'm going to go through the rest of the schedule. We have the Indianapolis Colts playing at Buffalo. And I actually kind of like this game because Buffalo needs to win to keep their season alive. Is Tyrod Taylor in or out? There's no line even on the game okay, yet. So, so it's a game time decision most likely. He is have been ruled questionable for Sunday's game. It's a game time decision All with right, a bruised patellar tendon in his left knee. God, I hate when I bruise my left patellar tendon. Yeah, I did that last week playing basketball. Yeah, I always bruise my left patellar tendon. Uh, if Tyrod plays, I think the Bills win going away. Uh, this Colts team has nothing to play for. Their coach is a lame duck coach. I'm surprised he's not fired yet. Um, I can see Peterman coming out and just slinging and like getting five touchdowns oh, instead of five picks. And, and, Success and, then, become like a, and then Tyrod actually gets benched again for Peterman. Oh, I mean, they give, if in the next game he throws five picks again. It'd be I'm, kind of fun. I'm it seems like a Bills it. thing to happen, doesn't I'm it? For it? Me too. You know, we should just fly to Buffalo this weekend. Uh, four dollars. Four dollars, yeah. Four dollars. That's, that's the first thing I said on my show. I go, all right, I'm going to go game by game. $4 for Buffalo Bill tickets? <laughs> like, I'd love to fly to New York, like, spend a weekend in New York, drive over to Buffalo like two hours in the snow, or like take a bus. Like, no, I may probably not drive, but. And pay $4 for tickets. You can not You can get lower deck. Look at that. Section 114, lower deck, 23 bucks, like 50 yard line seats. The weather must be completely that really shitty. Explain it's an Buffalo. Orchard Park. Let's see. Orchard Park, New York. Weather Sunday. 
Because look, the Bills first of all have a good fan base, and number two, they're in a playoff race. So it's not like this is a uh, not important game for the Buffalo Bill fans. Yeah, Sunday looks like it's about to be about uh, thirty degrees Fahrenheit with snow. Okay. Not a, not something I'd actually like to sit in. No. <laughs> I take back anything I've said about going to Buffalo. Um, all right. So I feel like we both feel the same way. If Tyrod's playing, they'll probably win that game. It's an important game for them. Yeah, and if Peterman's playing, I think they win by 35-40 because they throw five touchdowns the same, he said. Yep, I love it. Chicago at Cincinnati, Green Bay at Cleveland, about, Oakland. About, I know, that's, that's me moving okay. through them. Dallas at New York. We're Detroit at – okay, I know. <laughs> Detroit at Tampa Bay. Ooh. I made a really bad joke on, on my show. I was like, I think Dirk Cutter is going to lose this game, and they're going to Dirk cut his way out of there and get fired. Um, you could have just like said cut his way out. So you don't have to add the Dirk. That makes it not. Yeah. Well, That's why it's a weird joke. Dirk could cut his way out. Why not just Dirk Cutter is going to get fired, and they're going to cut his way out. Sure, he's going to get fired. I don't know. This game, I think. Or you can make Dirk Cutter out of the. I finally. Sorry. I finally. Did something I don't usually do. I didn't bet on Tampa. I didn't touch this game. So naturally, James is going to come out and throw six touchdowns and look like a world-class quarterback, and they're going to win the game. Hmm. Because That's I- how I feel, actually. Kind of. I feel like they're going to end Detroit's playoff hopes just because everyone's going to be like, oh, like – they, Detroit's going to win this game. They need it for the playoffs, and James is going to throw like five touchdowns. And, and be and like, they're going to run the table the rest of the way and finish 7-9. Yeah. Yeah. Just like something stupid. I agree with that. Tantalize me all offseason. All right. Now we'll go. We'll move on to an important game. Minnesota at Carolina. I stayed away from this betting because I liked it when it opened. I think it opened at plus three Minnesota. I would have taken it in a heartbeat. Now it's minus one and a half on the road in Carolina. Now I was like, I really want to take it because I believe it's going to happen. But it was between that and my. my Oakland bet, and I feel like those are both I was eh about, but the Oakland one, I'm like, at least Kansas City fucking sucks I right now. really talking your way through these things. I you know? Like yeah, I really thought about them this week. Uh, so I didn't like Minnesota being a favorite on the road, even though I still feel like they're probably going to win. I think Minnesota's a better team, but not by much. Here's my, when are we going to win? I like Carolina in this game, to be frank. I think Carolina has a good defense. I think at home, in a, not a must win. But a very, very important game for them. I don't think Minnesota's going to go 14-2. and two. never know. I know. You never know. So I, I kind of like uh, the Panthers. Kind of. Uh, not enough to bet on it, but I like the Panthers. Yeah, I don't know. I I mean, if you like them, they're plus one. I like them. I don't know. At them. home. I lean. Is Case Keenum an MVP candidate or no? No, he's not an MVP candidate. Get out of here. He kind of is. No, the really good. No, no, but like he's <laughs> you a. Call Case Keenum an MVP candidate right now. No, he's kind of an MVP candidate. He's played eleven games. They're ten and two. Okay, but he's uh, twenty-seven hundred yards, sixteen touchdowns, five picks, couple rushing touchdowns. Actually, he's up there. Okay, he's the MB- he's the next Tom Brady. That's not even close to what I said. No, I MVP know. candidate. You know how many candidates there can be, George? Probably Isaiah Thomas was an MVP candidate in the NBA last year. Was he gonna win? Was he a candidate? Yes. Yes. So. But like that's like saying, what was that guy? One of the guys, Ross Perot was a, always ran for president. He was a president candidate. He never had a chance to win. So I didn't really take him seriously. 
if I ran for president, you would say my brother's running for president, even though you'd say he's a candidate, even if I had 0% chance of it. If you're a candidate, you're a candidate. Fair. Um, uh, Devin said, I told you you'd like this show. He said, what up, pops? Thanks for tuning in. He said, what up, son? Love it. And yes, I want Panthers in that game. And then he said, uh, Sue will upset Brady. That's Monday night, right? That's Monday night football. No one's touching Tom Brady. Even though they, he got hit a lot. We're going to talk a lot about that Monday. But we're going to talk a lot about that game Monday. But the Dolphins beat up Tom Brady last time. Mm-hmm. Like, they almost injured him. A little and, tired today? And the Bills, yeah, me? God, I, I don't know. Why. Even I just drank a Red Bull. And the Bills hit Tom Brady quite a bit last game. And Tom Brady's missed one practice already this week. Damn. We'll see what happens. Um, I just, yeah, I'm not sure yet. Uh, I I could see the Dolphins winning that game just kind of randomly because they like yeah. are like bad but good, um. But we'll see. And Dane said I've been up to Buffalo. It's in the middle of nowhere, and there was tons of snow in April. Fun. So that sounds awful to be honest. Um. All right. Next up, we got the. I'm gonna. I have four words to say about this game. We have the Jets at at the Broncos. You have four words. What are they? That was that was a uh, that was an estimate. Okay. I have five words to say. I actually don't know how many words. I won't watch this game. That is five words. I'll take the Jets. All right, moving on. on. Tennessee at Arizona. You already took that one. Washington at L.A. Philly, the Eagles at the Los Angeles. Oh, wow. I didn't even – by the way, before I move on, they're next to each other. It says, like, at L.A. Chargers, at L.A. Rams. Do you think that causes a fuck ton of traffic in L.A.? No, I think – Carson and the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl is like 40 minutes out. Yeah, they're too far. But there's already traffic. Never mind. I I should have known. I'm the one who lived in that area. Okay. But Carson, that's kind of cool to have two NFL games in one one place one weekend. Because, like, the Giants and Jets can't. Yeah, they can't because they're both at the Meadowlands. Yeah. That was Captain Obvious. (laughs) Well, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Philly, the Eagles, visiting the Los Angeles Rams. The matchup of the number one pick last year versus the number two pick last at year. At the too. Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum. 93,000 fits. I don't know. This is I didn't take this game for a reason. It's because I don't have a pulse on it. Cheapest tickets, like fucking 150 bucks. They have 93,000 seats. Jeez. There's, no, there's only 1,000 tickets left. There's no way they sold 90. Maybe they've tarp off part of it. I don't think so usually. It's because remember, it's one, um, it's like the Coliseum, it's one section. That's true. Huh. Well. Who do you like, Sam? I can't figure this game out. For the life. Eagles, because they just lost last week. I don't think, I think they're too good to lose two in a row. And, but I'm coming from the guy who's, these are the two teams that I said everybody should calm down on because they're not there yet. And last week, I mean, you agreed with me last week. You don't necessarily agree with my, um, calm down part of the Eagles. I think you have them a little higher up than I do in like regards, but you agreed with me last week. Like being minus six in Seattle was ridiculous. And right now they're minus what? Um, are they favored in this game? I don't know. I'm asking. I can't remember. I don't have it up. Follow-up questions. They're, uh, <laughs> I tell them I don't like follow-up questions when I'm not ready. Minus one Rams. Okay. That, I think that, see, this is where Vegas is making some weird shit up. Like, how are the Seahawks six points underdogs at home against the Eagles when the Rams are one point favorites at home against the Eagles? 
Give me the Eagles. That's a huge minus correction. two now. Actually, that's a huge correction by Vegas. I think it's not that. Give me the Eagles. This is question. The hand up means question. What are we going off of? Bovado's at two. Caesars is at one and a half. Westgate's at one. Well, who do you want to bet on? I'm just telling you. I don't want to bet on anybody. But the Rams are at Bovado. This is the only one that's different at every single book. And it's one and a half at Inner Throat. It's a two at Bet Online. That probably means there's a lot going on in this game, huh? Yeah, a lot. Of people, well, this is gonna be a game where a lot of people bet it because it's probably the marquee game. It's like the Sunday. only one that's different on every single line yeah. and different. But I'm taking the the Eagles just because. Are you telling me right now that the Rams? You said my, Rams are minus two at right now. Mm-hmm. In some books, the Rams are eight point better than the Seahawks according to the line in Vegas. That's a huge correction. An eight-point difference between the Seahawks and the Rams. No. See, I don't know. I'm going to take the Phillies to win. Philly, uh, regardless of the bet, I'm taking Philly to win. But I also think these are the two teams I told everyone we should calm down on a little bit. Their schedules have not that been, been that tough. Remember, you look at a team like Seattle. They're playing a first-place schedule. You look at a team like the Rams. They're playing, what, second-to-last play schedule? Yes. Um, the Eagles, they're probably, they were third in their division last year because Giants made the playoff. Giants were 9-7 and seven last year. Maybe fourth. They might be playing a last play schedule. Yeah. Right? And so I kept saying calm down on these teams. That's why with Philly, I really had a feeling Seattle was going to give it to them. And they did. I know there's only a 14-point win, but it was a pretty convinced, convincing oh, yeah, win. Absolutely. Like, it was a big win. Um, so this game's going to be close, though. This is two really good teams that, by the way, next year are probably going to be two of my Super Bowl favorites. So agree. it's going to be interesting. Um after that, I think we've pretty much hit almost all the games. Oh, wait, um, camera is frozen for some reason on my first in a long time. I know, and that's because the CPU is at 100, percent but that's okay. Well, we already did Seattle at Jacksonville, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. Right, I guess I'm the only one on the camera now, Sammy. For now, Baltimore at Pittsburgh. You said right? Yes. Okay. Um, this is another game. All right, you're back on. We're back on. All right, this is another game where both teams are physical, strong. It's similar to the game last week where Cincinnati and Pittsburgh played. Um, I, I can't figure it out, this Pittsburgh team. Like, I always oh, they're done. Oh, they're, they're weird. Oh, this. Oh, that. And they continue to win games. I don't believe Baltimore is that good. They have a good defense, but their offense is atrocious. Give me the Steelers, but I'm not that confident in either team for this game. Yeah, I'm gonna take the Ravens. Okay, um, that's more than fair. I have, I, I was, I, it's a toss up. I just think Baltimore's defense is fucking hot right now, they are and hot right now. they're good. Um, I see them. Uh, I see them getting this win. I still don't trust the damn Steelers. I don't know why, but um, they can either prove me really wrong today. Or not today. I keep saying today. Is it? I feel like we're doing a preview show, so I feel like it's previewing Sunday morning. Sunday you know. Morning. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah, maybe we'll do that sometime. Um, maybe like playoffs, we'll do like a Sunday morning yeah, preview or something. Really um, I'm just gonna go with the Ravens, and I absolutely have no reasoning behind it. No reason behind the Ravens pick. I love that, Sammy. I love when you give me a pick and you have no reasoning behind it. It really, really makes me comfortable with your pick. Yeah, it's a great pick, <laughs> and they're plus five. I'm taking the Ravens. All right, fair enough. And there's no reason at all. Oh, no. It, it makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> That's what I thought. It makes perfect sense. <laughs> like that. That makes sense. Um, all right. We got 
Um, Johnny Michael said, hopefully the Eagles kill the Rams. And he said, happy Friday, my dudes. What's what up, up, Johnny? How you doing? Newly married. Everyone, um, um, everyone, uh, congratulate Johnny on his marriage. Um, Devin said, Eagles, Pats, Super Bowl. Quite possibly, to be honest. I got Patriots, Saints. Patriots, Saints. I don't, I think this. I, I honestly feel like it's going to be Patriots. It's not going to be the Eagles. Too young. I, it could be anyone from the Saints, Panthers, Falcons, Seahawks, Vikings. Redskins. No. <laughs> Packers. <laughs> you're paying attention to the team. I don't think Rams or Eagles can do it this year. They could. I don't think they will. Too young. Um, and Christopher Hardy said, you froze because you doubt my birds. You're the Eagles fan, huh? I I, didn't, I don't doubt the, the Eagles. I just think they're not they're not Super Bowl champs this year. I think they're a year away from being yeah. a Super Bowl. They might be a Super Bowl winner in a year. Ooh, and Dane. Dane's, Dane's with me on my picture. Baltimore is another guarantee this week. Jesus. So he's guaranteeing the Packers and the, and the Ravens. Right. See, that's how you know it's good. I... It's such a guarantee that I didn't even have a reason. I just know it. You just know. Well, I, it makes sense. Like, like what you say about the Vikings, they have to lose eventually another game, right? I feel like the Steelers have to lose somewhere. Yeah, it's like the stupidest logic I've ever heard <laughs> like, in my life. Oh, why, why are you going to Carolina? They gotta lose at they some gotta point. Lose a game at some point. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> they don't have to. The Patriots went sixteen and zero once. Like, yeah. you don't have to lose. Um, and Christopher said, "Eagles will kill Gurley." On the run, uh, bet me. Okay, I mean, everyone was telling me that they were going to kill Russell Wilson last week, too. Oh, Gurley doesn't die. Yeah, yeah, I don't like death. And he said, Saints, hell no. Devin said, coming out that conference, it's going to be Eagles, Seahawks, or Saints. Well, I'd love, I'd love it for me to Seahawks, but I just think we're not there this year with our injuries. I don't know. I, I, if you guys follow our page and see my, our videos, Russell Wilson's becoming my LeBron James, and thank God because it's like a player on our hometown team. I just think he's so much better than anyone realizes. And if Aaron Rodgers was in the NFL right now, I'd say he's the third best quarterback in the NFL. But he's the second best quarterback right now in the entire NFL. Today I said there's only two A or A-plus quarterbacks in the NFL playing right now. That's Brady Wilson. Evan Wentz is an A-minus. I agree 100% with that, actually. Um, no one else. There's a bunch of B pluses after that. The only people A's, the two A's right now are Brady Wilson and A minus for Wentz. Everyone else can just like B pluses. There's like plus. Breeze, Ryan, Roethlisberger, yeah. Stafford. Was an a, a minus. He's a little. He's like 37, 38. He's gotten a lot older. And nobody's um, like Tom Brady and LeBron James. The, yeah. Like and well, that's a once in a obviously yeah. is when he's playing. Yeah, actually, I got a few text messages after my video. Um, I don't know why they didn't just comment on the video on Facebook. A few text messages from college friends. But, but by the way, comment on the video is much better and helps us out a lot more than your text messages. Guys. Yes. Please. So I did get a couple comments from other people saying, like, thank God you guys beat the Eagles. But then I got a text saying, how the hell do you think Russ Wilson is the second best quarterback in the NFL? Are you crazy? And I was like, and then it was a group chat. And there's like a typical Seattle fan. And I said, Who's better than Brady and Wilson then? And they're like, Rodgers. And I said, in my video, I specifically said, right now, he's the second best quarterback in the NFL. No, no, okay, no, Tomorrow but, he might not be if Rodgers is back. Literally, how do people not see this? Let's go, through, let's go quickly through the league, the AFC East. I mean, Kirk Cousins, you can give me an argument. That is better than Wilson? 
No, but okay. that he's an A. He's not an A. He's a B plus. You just say that because his team's not good. He's a B plus though. Um, well, Christopher Hardy just said Russell Wilson only won because he extended the play. That's it. it. That's a that's it. A win they needed, but that's why that's he's because he, he could pass in the pocket. He can run. He can extend plays. He can make throws cross body. He can make plant his feet and make throws. He can throw it deep, arm strength, and he's started every single game of his career. Never been hurt. Water. He can heal the people from the dead. He could beat LeBron James one on one. That's how good I think he is. <laughs> And Devin said Watson was an A minus dot 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 he until was. you know frowny well, face. He was like I mean, he B plus turning A minus. He was gonna be for sure. He looked like he was gonna go on for the whole. I mean, he's so young in his first three four games, so I don't I don't like to like anoint him. He is, I don't give out grades right away for the rookies. I think he was playing like a B plus that was gonna turn into an A minus within yes. the next couple Actually, weeks. He's probably playing like an A minus that's gonna be a B plus. You know, like, do you think... That's true. Yeah. Sustainability, you're saying. Sustainability. I mean, who can sustain throwing five touchdowns a game? Not a lot of people. Yeah. And Devin said Cousins is a B-plus to him. He is a B-plus. I mean, he's, he's Cousins... There's the most. no one other than Brady and Wilson that can, and Rodgers, who's injured right now, that carry their team by themselves. If Kirk Cousins was an A, he'd carry the Redskins the way Wilson's carrying the Seahawks. Okay. He was. I'll give you one more. Philip Rivers. He's a B plus right now. He was. I don't know. He's fourth in the league in yards. Mm-hmm. Think about this. He's he's thrown for thirty two hundred yards. He's in fourth in, fourth in that. Twenty one touchdowns, seven picks, with a ninety six quarterback rating. Only thirteen sacks, which is the least out of the top ten. No, no, no. I'm not saying he's. I love Philip Rivers, but the pro, the thing is, without that pass rush. He didn't carry this team all the way to. They're six and six. He's you know? carried them for like fifteen years. Yeah, he has. He's been a, a his his career's an A. He's been in the league for fourteen years. Been carrying this team. I think he might be the only person. That, Matthew Stafford's carried some shit rosters. I know he has. But he's a B plus, in my opinion. A B plus. I think Russell. I think Russell and Brady are A pluses, and then there's a couple. Uh, B, A minuses that you're leaving out before you get to B plus. That's how I feel. That's fair. Um, my, my, it's an arbitrary grade. It's all yeah. It's all up to whatever your standards are. Yeah. Um, anywho, uh, it had nothing to do with what we were talking about. I don't know where we got that from, but I do have some in today's news oh, topics. That's fantastic. My favorite part of the day. The Giants in the Cardinals. Of baseball, so the San Francisco Giants and the St. Louis Cardinals say that Stanton, Giancarlo Stanton, has vetoed deals to those teams. Wow! So he is. That's interesting, actually. Yeah. So they they made he declined those trades um, that they 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 made some offers on the table. So it's looking like the fallback that's been mentioned a lot is the Dodgers um, and the Yankees here. So it's looking like. Stanton's probably going to end up there or having to just stay in Miami. Miami. I think he wants to play in a city that he wants to play in. This guy makes a lot of money. He likes living in Miami. He wants to live in New York or L.A. as alternatives. And win. And win. I think that's a big part of it as well because, I mean. But if he just wants to win, he goes to St. Louis or Giants and doesn't beat all. I mean, no, because he, like you said, he's he likes where he lives. Right now. He could go to L.A. and New York. They'll make trades for him, and they'll also win. The Dodgers are just in the World Series. So, I mean, the Giants actually had an awful year last year. They were, like, one of the worst teams in baseball. So. Right, which is not very Giant-esque. Yeah, but then why would he go to that after he's on one of the worst teams in baseball? With, yeah. You know? Um, 
Prize prospect Shuhi, I fucking hate you, Ohtani, agrees to sign with the Angels. Move on. I fucking hate this guy, and I hope his baseball career is shit because he should be playing for the Seattle Mariners. I can't believe he left us like that. I mean, I kind of want to like just tell him to go away, never come to the United States. I hope he doesn't get a visa to the U.S. I'm pretty sure they probably hashed it out before he. Uh, yeah, I know they did. I'm sure he's here actually, yeah. right? I mean, he's already here meeting team with teams. I hope he gets. A, I hope the Japanese tell him he can't come anymore. Dane said people hate to give Russell Wilson credit because the defense was so good a few years ago. He has grown into elite status. Defense is not uh, what it used to be. That's the biggest thing for me. People think the Correct. defense is like this, like amazing thing. We actually give up a lot of points now. And it's, it's like Pitts, it's like the Pittsburgh Steelers. Every time someone hears the Pittsburgh Steelers, they're like, "Oh, that's a defensive team." It's like, well, actually, their offense has been kind of carrying them for the last three years. Yeah, they they, they used to be a defensive yeah. team. Um, Ronaldo came out today and said, "I am the best player in history." How do you feel about an athlete coming out and saying that about himself? Go ahead, go ahead and say it. Be a little confident. If you are the best in history, which he might be, go ahead, show some pizzazz. Okay, and the Oregon Ducks. One of your arch nemesis. Um, they decided just. What? I love this coach's name. Cristobal. Mario Cristobal. They elevate co-offensive coordinator to head coach. I don't think Oregon's going to get back to what it was with Chip Kelly no. for a long time. They didn't get it now. I don't think they're going to get it. He does sound like a soccer coach. It's a perfect soccer name. Um, but they, I mean, if you're a team like Oregon, right? Wow, I didn't see this. They had 70-plus players on the team sign a petition to keep him as the head coach. So. He must be really likable. I wonder if he's going to start kicking field goals on first down because he's Mario Cristobal. This is kind of racist, what you're doing right now. But uh, what, Why is that racist? Because you're just saying he's a Mexican that plays soccer. He sounds like a soccer coach. Okay, but, but okay, he's going to make stupid soccer decisions and kick on first down because he's Mexican. Um, I don't think Crystal Ball is a Mexican name. I think it might be an Italian name, to be honest. I don't fucking know. His name's Mario. Tyrell Crosby is the player that tweeted these out, but he said, we're all fighting so hard for him to be head coach because we all know he'd fight just as hard for us. I also sometimes... I like that, actually. I do sometimes, but also that could lead to, like... He might be way too nice of a guy. He might be way too player-friendly. Like, sometimes you need a coach that people just fucking hate, but, like... Players don't feel this way about Nick Saban. Like, I love Real you. Belichick. Yeah, they kind of fucking hate him. <laughs> yeah. But there's coaches. If it works, it works. Like Pete Carroll. People love their coach and Pete Carroll, nice. and it works. So it has to be very – it's like a black and white topic. It's either like you work as a great guy or you need to just be a fucking dick. Exactly. Um, but it's pretty damn cool how that worked. Um, and I guess we'll see if this Mexican coach kicks field goals on first downs. <laughs> I love it. I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that's right to say, but whatever. Cavs, Derek Rose. Says he might need ankle surgery after he decided to come back to the team. Yeah. <laughs> is he reaping his medical benefits or what is he doing? Derek Rose, well played, my friend. Well played. I come back to the team. I get paid. Surgery. Well played, Derek Rose. I can't wait till he's a clipper. Yeah, well. Would he, would he be the best clipper? He just gets hurt all the time. Hurt. Shoots way too much. Thinks he's way better than he is. He'd be a fantastic Los Angeles clipper. Or New York. He was in New York Nick, already. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, uh, Devin said, George, who do you have in tonight's game? Cavs or Pacers? 
And Chris Ferrari said Pacers, and Devin said, didn't ask you. Who said? Chris Ferrari said Pacers. Oh. Okay, so it looks like Devin's dad is also a instigator of, of ex, non-LeBron supporters. I have the Pacers to win tonight. No, you don't. Where is it, in Indiana? I don't, who cares where it is? The Cavs are going to win. They're eventually going to have to lose the game. I'm using the same logic that they did with the Minnesota Vikings. It's on the road. They're down 8-2 to two right now. 8-2? to two? It's over. over. LeBron hasn't even shot a shot yet. Um, I say Cavs win. I say Cavs win. As I think well. Devin probably knew my answer. Christopher already said to sign off. <laughs> he said, ha ha. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what sign off was. But he said, um, Devin said, Mount Rushmore of athletes in history would be Phelps, Bolt, Brady, and LeBron James. No. No way. Yeah. What, are you ta- what do you mean? Michael Jordan would be on the Mount Rushmore. You, didn't, you clearly didn't listen to what I just said. What? Mount Rushmore of athletes in history. Would be Phelps, Bolt, Brady, and James. Athletes. Oh, Brady is a better athlete than Michael Jordan. He's been the best person in his position in history. And LeBron Michael, James is the most oh athletic human ever. God. Bolt is, is the most athletic runner ever. And, and Phelps is the best runner ever. It, the, the way it worked, guys, it would be Brady, Jordan, Babe Ruth. That's what it would be. Like, I'm telling you, if there was actually a monument built, I mean, you'd have four plates. It would be Wayne Gretzky. I don't like your Mount Rushmore. Devin said, my dad picks on LeBron James for no reason. That's why he said sign off. Yeah, There's no reason to pick on LeBron James. He's the best player of all time. It's pretty obvious. Oh, my God. Okay. Let's, let's keep things simple in life instead of complicating them. Exactly. Win games. Anyway, don't lose to the – be down 8-2 to two in the Pacers on a Friday night. Don't lose first-round playoff series. Ah, wait. Uh, LeBron doesn't. Uh, Change my mind. Yeah, he just misses the playoffs when he's a rookie. Oh, uh, yeah. Who, uh, big fucking deal because he's on the worst team in history. I bet the Bulls made the playoffs. Like, that's, I hate that argument. The Bulls made the playoffs because the Bulls weren't that bad. Who else? They made what? it under 500. It was like the worst year in history for the East. Name another player on that Bulls team. It doesn't fucking matter. Oh, exactly. Name another player on the Cavs team because it's recent. You could probably say Drew Gooden. Yeah, I was going to say that. I yeah, who sucked? But you go, oh, yeah, Jordan lost first round playoffs. He did. I'm just stating like, well, facts. I know, I and mean, I'm stating facts too. LeBron missed the playoffs. He's already been to more playoffs than Jordan, and he's never lost first round game, uh, first round playoff series. This wasn't an argument. I'm just speaking. I, I don't really care what you're saying about, about I'm Jordan. The same thing too. No, you're rebutting me. I'm just saying facts. And I'm saying facts too. LeBron uh, missed the playoffs this rookie year. Yeah, he did. Jordan went Good for him. Playoffs. 30 and something. Um, and uh, Devin said, Babe wasn't an athlete. He said, Babe was one of the goats of baseball, not athletes. Um, he said, I'm, ta- I'm talking athletes, not greatness. Athletes? I mean, it's probably all track runners. And, like, like you no, no. Like, Tom Brady's arm is probably one of the best arms of all time. No, it is. And even Peyton Manning has a better arm. Jeff George probably has a better arm than Tom Brady. Tom Brady just works his ass off and makes good decisions. Dane's really excited. He said, Babe Ruth, shout outs. Thanks, George. Who's the greatest baseball player of all time, arguably? I mean, don't know can, about he, that. Like, I don't know, but he's the most dominant baseball player of all time. Sure, but dominant, yeah. yeah. And then, Devin said, "Ha ha! Oh my God, Babe Ruth had a beer belly and chewed tobacco." Yeah, he did, but he's the most dominant quarterback. Court, whatever that meant back then, yes. Yeah. Whatever yeah, that. Yeah, whatever that meant back then, he was better than everyone else, more significantly than anyone else in baseball's ever been better than anyone else. Again, Devin said Mount Rushmore of greatness would obviously have Jordan in it. He's just talking about like athleticism. Athleticism can't be Brady. 
Or LeBron. That's true. No, LeBron would be there. He's the most. He's like the most athletic freak of I all time in a sport. More athletic people than LeBron James. Athletes. You can't just pick runners. He's talking like sport by sport. Did you notice there was a separation of sports? It wasn't like Usain Bolt, another runner, another runner, another runner. I don't think George is getting these these comparisons. Uh, you're taking this way too literally. Some people jump higher and are more athletic. Yeah, than you're taking this way too literally. Yeah, play basketball. You're taking this way too literally. You're not. I don't think you're understanding what Devin's saying. There's no point in talking about this. You're taking this way too literally. Um, I know. I'm doing it on purpose. Though. Moving on, we have um, Bosch's mom. I don't know if you saw, oh, this. I saw this. Chris Bosch's mom Weird. is questioning Dallas um, for a drug raid. Um, the mother of NBA free agent, I love how they keep calling him a free agent, free agent Chris Bosch was among people questioned by police during a drug raid in Dallas suburb. A DeSoto police spokesman said Frida Bosch was one of several people found about 6.30 a.m. Friday in a house in a posh-gated community in DeSoto. Um, no arrests were made, but enough drugs paraphernalia was found to indicate there was the use of narcotics trafficking. He said the investigation was continuing. Weird. That's all I'm going to say. Isn't that kind of fucking weird? And his, yeah. Chris Bosch is he's listed as the owner of the house, so he's like in like he has to be like questioned for this and shit now. Yeah, he probably has no idea. Yeah, like what are you fucking doing, mom? God, if our mother did something like that, wouldn't that just blow your mind if you found out your mother was like drug trafficking? Yeah, it's just weird. Yeah, because Chris Bosch has hundreds of millions. Yeah. Um, uh, where are we at? Devin said, "I've seen Brady get speared and get his head taken off and then get right back up. I've seen Brady truck and run too." He also is not that athletic, though. <laughs> and Dane just says, Sammy just cringes at Babe Ruth. It's so funny. And every time somebody talks about Babe Ruth being, like, an all-time great, I just sit here and I'm like, but... Like, I mean, he played against no black players. And, like, probably no athletic people. I know. It's just know. fat dudes swinging just, like, a ball. He's the most dominant baseball player ever. 30-mile-per-hour fastball coming at you. Home run. I know. Like, like, damn it. 150 years from now, people are going to be like, LeBron James... He was fat. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he was 2% body fat, fucking fatty. Yeah, he was a human being. He yeah. wasn't a robot. He died one day. Like, what a loser. Yeah, Like, exactly. oh, okay. God damn. All right. Um, wow, we really... Let's just talk about uh, Lonzo Ingram and the Lakers win really quick. Sure. I talked about this on my show. Me too. I talked about it way too much on my show. But I was talking about Lonzo Ball, and I got somebody, actually an old coworker of mine at Mass Mutual in Newport Beach, California. Mm-hmm. He commented on my uh, post um, during my show, and he said, finally, a clear and reasonable, concise explanation of what Zoe is. And this is what I said, George. I you kept said. it simple. Keep I said, simple, stupid. I said, everybody. Yeah, says, right? Kiss, right? Yeah, that's what they say. Keep it simple, stupid. I'm not calling you stupid. It's just like, dude. Yeah, but simply and said, um, he's a rookie, so I, I've been saying all along, there's going to be up and down games. You've been saying it all along. There's going to be up and down games. Like, relax. To, one thing I said is you can't teach a few things that he has. His length, decent athleticism, where he, you know, length where he, he has an eye for the ball. He can get rebounds. He has court vision passing. He had four blocks and three steals last night. Uh, can you let me finish my no, point? I'm just saying, like, I'm just That's part of my argument here. Just let me get to my point. He obviously can't shoot very well. But that's something you can actually fix and teach in basketball. There's been a lot of people in the NBA that can't shoot. LeBron James, for God's sake, couldn't shoot threes for the life of him in the beginning of his career. He's shooting 40% this year. I don't think he's going to keep pace that well, but 
he's obviously something you, as you do it more and more and more and shoot shots and shoot shots, you can get it going. And then last night, it was an example of why Lonzo Ball could be a multiple-time all-star in the NBA, even if he doesn't figure out how to shoot. You got 10 points. That's just off of you can get layups and stuff even if you're not a good scorer. Eight assists. You cannot teach his court vision. Cannot. He had a great – he kept swinging the ball to that pass for Ingram to hit the game winner. That's instincts. That's a little different than vision even. That's like, okay, I'm not the best shooter in this game. Yeah, court instincts. Like, I'm going to get it to the best shot. Eight rebounds. You can't teach his length and eye for a ball to get some rebounds as a point guard. Like, like you said, four blocks, that's his length and athleticism. And three steals. And the biggest turnover, or the biggest, I just said it, the biggest stat of the night I saw with all that is zero turnovers yeah. and zero fouls. Didn't even foul anybody. Yeah. Zero turnovers with eight assists, eight rebounds, three steals, four blocks, and ten points. That's the Lonzo ball that we want to see for, like, years and years to come in and the future. They, and they said the only players that ever average as rookies, 8.7 boards and over six assists, are Magic Johnson, Ben Simmons, Oscar Robinson, and now Lonzo. It's pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah. He has to finish the year doing yeah, it, right? But, year, but I'm just saying, like... But I think he's going to get better as the year goes, right? He's going to learn to shoot. He makes He's a smart basketball player. He's just going to shoot right now. And he could kind of shoot and call. He hit some shots. Like, I mean, he's not. he wasn't that contestant. He wasn't the scorer, like I've continued to say. Though they can't shoot. I mean, that was the whole thing not coming down on him. He's going to have to learn Fix to his shot. Yeah, and he's going to fix his shot. Yeah, it'll happen eventually. Yeah. Um, but nice win for the Lakers. Yeah, absolutely. And it was a good, uh, nice battle between two young teams. Embiid killed it again against them. He was ahead of plus 14, plus minus 33 points, six assists, seven rebounds, five blocks. Pretty good game. Ben Simmons struggled shooting a little bit, a little under 50%, but 12 points, 15 assists, 13 rebounds. Another guy where he's probably going to end up being a pretty decent scorer, like a LeBron James type scorer, whether it's a shooter or not, like he'll get to the hole and get points. But you can't teach the 15 assists, 13 rebounds at his size. Like that's, that's a gift by God. He's going to be phenomenal. Um, these teams are going to... This could be an NBA Finals if Embiid and Simmons stay healthy. This could be an NBA Finals in five years. Yeah, 100%. That's all I got. That's all I got too, my man. All right, we're five minutes early. It's Friday. You guys go enjoy. Go have a drink. Go party. Go do what you guys got to do. Let me say, we've been coming at you live and direct from the Sound Live studios in sunny Everett, Washington. Thank you for tuning in today, whether it be on Facebook.com slash Live. Our personal periscopes. I'm G. Jarjour. He's Jarjour Sammy. Or YouTube.com slash Live Shows. And Devin said, is NBA Pass worth it? I'm about to buy it for the Cavs. I think you can buy a five-team package. Yeah. Or go to NBA.com or go to Reddit.com slash NBA Streams, right? Or just Google NBA Reddit Streams. You can get every single game. Um, and Christopher Hardy, his father, said, not for that game unless you want to see an upset. <laughs> just That's more cool. Cavs haters. Um it's 14 to 18 right now. We're doing all right. Um, all right. Today's episode is brought to you by Freshly. Do not forget to use promo code SANT to get thirty-nine or six meals for $39. Promo code SANT, limited time offer. Go get it. This was episode 317. You can find us on YouTube, SANT Live Sports, right? You said Instagram, SANT Live, Twitter, SANT Live, our personal stuff. There is a whole bunch of places you can find us. Comment on our videos that you see on the weekend. I'm going to put up stuff this weekend, tonight, highlights. Comment on it. Help us. Share them. We appreciate that. 
episode 317. We'll see you guys Monday. But you might see my face before Monday in a clip. But I'm just saying you'll see us live together Monday. And not only stay cool this weekend, but what should they do? Go to Freshly.com and, and stay safe. Peace. That's no, I say stay safe out there. Stay safe out there and stay cool out there. Peace.